This episode of the Press Row Podcast is brought to you by Out of the Park Baseball 21, just announced. Ships worldwide March 20th, 2020. It can be pre-ordered today from OOTPdevelopments.com slash pre-order. Out of the Park Baseball 21 is the 21st anniversary edition of the game that has been delighting baseball fans for more than two decades twice the Metacritic PC Game of the Year. If you pre-order Out of the Park Baseball 21, you will get a 10% discount. You will get a free gold pack in Perfect Team, and you will get the game three days early on March 17th. Out of the Park Baseball 21 is the biggest and the best version of Out of the Park Baseball that we have ever made. Twitch.tv slash OOTP Developments, March 2nd and March 9th, talking all about all the new features of the game. Out of the Park Baseball 21, available for pre-order today. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy the show. Everybody, that's right. We're back the second week in a row. The Press Row Podcast. This week, it's me and it's my good friend Mills. Mills, what's going on, sir? Hey, what's going on, guys? It seems like baseball season is getting amped up. We're in the middle of like NBA and NHL. The draft is coming up. It's like one of those golden times of the sports year where everything's going on. So I know everybody wants to talk about out of the park baseball twenty one. I get that. Um, for that, however, we have uh, our own podcast called Out of the Park Now, which, uh, you know, if you if you are a fan of Press Row and a fan of Out of the Park or a fan of baseball or a fan of sports video games, I urge you to check that out. But actually, we're here to talk about that lesser known game tonight called MLB The Show Mills. That's what we're going to focus on. I know you have like at least 10 pages of notes about Out of the Park Baseball, but we can save those for another day if that's all right. I have I have ten pages of notes on everything that I. Let's be fair. <laughs> um, all kidding aside, first of all, Mills, thank you for being here. This is going to be a lot of fun. So let's start with this. Um, you know, the, I think this is a fantastic time to be playing sports games, right? I love all of the games, um, and I play all of the games. Obviously, I play some more than others. Over the years, the ones that I've played the most last three, four, five years though have definitely been. MLB the show and NBA 2K, you know, that that's 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 where I have spent the bulk of my time and playing them all. And that's because I just think that they're they're the two best of a of a good group. But this is a very interesting time for MLB the show, right? It's widely recognized as being very good. It is very good. I play it all the time, as we'll talk about. Uh, but this is near the end of the very successful PlayStation 4 cycle. The PlayStation 5 is on the horizon. So there's a lot going on around this very well-established and and powerful franchise. Where is this game directionally for you in in the midst of all of that? Where where is where do you think this year's version of MLB the Show is is pushing things directionally? I think that MLB is going the way that a lot of sports games are going. Um, I think it's going towards social and fast. Be able to play the game quickly, play the game in and out as you can go, and also play with friends. Like one of the things MLB has missed for a while is the ability to play with your friends in a, in a the environment you want to customize and create. So I think they're adding things to make both things possible. You know, faster faster gameplay experiences, getting into an uh, a, a situation, playing for a half hour, getting out. 
getting into a situation with, you know, four of your friends, five of your friends playing a league, but making those even, you know, customizable to your time that you can spend in front of the game and then getting back out. And I think that's been insanely successful for other sports games and MLB is going that way too. You actually took a trip out to Sony San Diego and we're, we're, I don't know exactly what, but either part of the creative process or providing feedback or at least hanging out with the makers of the show. Can you, and I didn't prepare you for this at all. Can you talk about it? If so, I'd love to hear what that was like. Uh, yeah, we did this last year as well. It's uh, they consider it's called the winter meetings for us. Um, it is a feedback session, you know, play, play what we see about the game. Some of the feedback we give on it. It's nothing too huge. This close to the game. It's more of a long-term outlook but that's that i mean and i can't I obviously can't go too far into it um but it's it's really nice to head out there um obviously san diego in february is amazing sure um, compared to the east coast but um it, it's really nice to get in front of the faces of the developers and to be able to share feedback like like i tend to be more gameplay and i tend to be more like a franchise guy so being able to give feedback on those two areas that's awesome directly to the people that you know create them is it's a really awesome like brainstorming session uh for a couple days that's great so mills here's the deal i love march to october i feel like it was built just for me i can't stop playing it it's all i play in the show it's i i well I'll, i'll talk about it even more later but march to october for me was an absolute watershed way to play the show and offer the best of what it is in gameplay and also the best experience in that you're not having to play every moment of every single game of a very very long season Except that you can't make trades. That's why it's great. I don't. And, I, and, I love the roller coaster ride of just being in the game, and it's part of me. But I don't have to make all those decisions; they just happen. I love that. That's part of the appeal. There's many other appeals. The thing is, they don't just happen. Like there is no there. There's little to no roster movement at all throughout the season. Um, and that and that includes bringing a guy up for the minors. And now these are things that. If you read ahead to what the show has stated um, on their live content streams is things that maybe they're adding. But March, October in its, in its first year was the focus. And I think the way that all sports games are going um, franchise modes, I don't think. And I say this actually earlier today. I don't think we're ever going to see franchise modes the way they used to be. I don't think that's a bad thing. But I also think that there is a large core of people online that are used to that hardcore, want to make the moves, want to, you know, watch their guys in the minors grow up. Like those things, I don't think those days are ever coming back to the people, like with the exception of a game like Out of the Park. Like there, there are there are places like Out of the Park or Wolverine Studios or like all kinds of different games that do these tech sims that you could do, you could have this experience in, but I don't think the, the, the large console base games are ever going to do that again. And we, we've come to a point where 
and, we're, and I'm going to try to move on with this. So this is more Emily, the show than sports gaming, but we've come to a point where people have to realize that if that's what they're looking for, it might be time to move on. And that's the thing. And that's the thing with Emily, the show, like move on where you might have to f- spend your money and time in another area of video gaming, because I don't think you're ever going to get that experience back. Okay. Now, but but it's not gone. Right. Like, and, and you know, I, I've played MLB the show every version every year. I love it. It's 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 fantastic, right? Um, it's not gone. And again, I'm not I'm not anti franchise. I'm the opposite. That's all I play before before March to October. All I played was franchise, and now March to October, I play March to October. It's all still there. And for me, and I love love this stuff. For me, and I. I for me, there's more than enough to do in the franchise as it is, right? And I understand there are lists and, and fans have put together, hey, here's all the stuff that we would like. Like, I, I get that. I'm not saying there's nothing more that can be done. I'm just saying I consider myself a pretty big fan of this series, and there's more than enough for me to do in franchise in the show. Like, it's not like that's going anywhere. Right, but your, your focus admittedly has been getting through franchise as quickly as possible as well. Um, where your focus, one of the, one of the cool things that I've ever heard that I've ever heard on the show that I've, that I've taken to myself is used to player lock people until the eighth inning. You you essentially what critical situation is right now. Right. Well, there are people that, that like gameplay and, and having like the nuances of a team, they want those nuances. Sure. And the problem, the problem those people are having is they're seeing diamond dynasty get upgrades. They're seeing, road to the show, get upgrades. They're seeing all these other modes, get upgrades. And, and I'm going to, a little tip has nothing to do with the money that bring that they bring in just a heads up. Cause I know someone in, uh, in the listening audience right now is saying, Oh, that's because diamond dynasty is their moneymaker. That's not the reason. Um, but they're seeing all these upgrades and all these different modes and they're seeing franchise just kind of like, well, you can change uniforms this year. And I think a lot of people, are looking for like an, uh, like some kind of major upgrade to franchise mode that simply isn't coming. I think the major upgrade that people need to look at or not need to, but should look at is what March to October can become over the years. I just wish they had a March to October where it would allow people to play all the games. I can't imagine having to deal with all of the different people like us, giving them all the different feedback, right? Like, because there are just so many different types of people playing the show. Just like there's so many, I mean, NBA 2K, I mean, I play it all the time and I, I don't think I, I, I play anything that 90% of the world plays. Like, I'm, I'm the, the outlier with these games. I don't even play the online modes or anything like that. Um, it's just... So many people want so many different things from a game like this, and and it and there's there's more than ever, right? It's 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 been doing spectacularly well, man. And and that's you know, and again, I guess just well, I don't want to repeat myself by saying what's there is great, but from my perspective, what's there is great. But I understand exactly what you're saying. And um, see, you brought up a very good point: is that when it comes to franchise mode, there are so many small differences in the way everybody plays that it is nearly impossible to satisfy everybody. And I agree with that. And when I'm st- what I'm stating is a very small niche group of players that were focused on in previous generations that are not focused on this generation and probably won't be focused on in, in generations to come because of the, the 
kind of the face of what gaming is today. That all being said, I still think the game is fantastic. Oh, of course. I'm with you. I think what's there is amazing. I think what's coming is that what they've already announced is unbelievably good. I think well, let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, let's talk about that. What I mean, just tell me, what are you most excited about this year? I love so I, as a road of the show player, I love that they're bringing personalities into road of the show where you can affect how other players play. So you can the more you play with somebody, um, the more of a boost they get. Uh, they, they introduced the relationship uh, system last year where you could become friends or bros or all these different things. And when you got traded, those friends and bros became rivalries. Well, this year, if you're on the field as a bro, you get like a boost of fielding or maybe you get a boost to your pitcher in your pitcher's stamina or his hits over nine. Cause he feels more or his confidence. Cause he feels more comfortable with you behind him. Or when you're in a rivalry, maybe you're, you're affecting somebody negatively on another team. Like I love that you have those effects on little different little pieces of road of the show. Um, that brings a, a whole nother level of storytelling to your journey as you go, especially with the fact that they have like full minors. Now people that recognize those minor leaguers and, and become friends with them. And then maybe rivals, if they get traded can really live out those stories, um, in multiple years of road of the show. Um, nice. but yeah, so that, that's, that's the road of the show is really cool. And then they, they just announced this week. Custom leagues are back. Let's to where talk you- about that. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, it's I, a weird to me. It sounds like it has the potential to be a lot of fun. Like if you, me, Snaggle, and and uh, that sports gamer, we can form a little four-man baseball league and say it's you know we each play each other four times or five times and then playoffs, right? Like that's a thing that we could do, right? Yes, that's awesome. And again, for its for its first year, I think what it's doing in its first year and the fact that you can play with not only the Diamond Dynasty rosters, but you can also play with whatever the live 40 man is at that time. That's cool. Is is really, really cool. I I hope in the future they add other little things, maybe to push it more towards like progression or uh or a little easier trade system. Cause the one drawback that I did see that, uh, that TJ actually stated on Twitter was, well, what happens if somebody's the Orioles in a live 40 man league? You really have kind of wrote yourself into a corner there That's because true. the Orioles if you don't take have- a really bad team, of course, exactly. you, you, there's no trade pieces. There's no progression. So the young players don't get better. But all that being said, I don't know that that's who that was directed at. I think it's directed at, as you said, friends playing online together in a social environment. And I think that's groundbreaking. It's groundbreaking. MLB has missed that. As good as their Diamond Dynasty is, they have missed an area for friends to play together, which is what this is, which is really cool. Yeah. And and the, the thing, I've said it forever and i understand and and one game did it many years ago what i would love and again talk about just getting feedback from random people right what i would love if i could just have one bet one button press and you and i can play a seven game series right i don't need a season i mean season's great you know but if i could just say hey mills let's do a seven game series press a button or you know give me a best of three best of five best of seven whatever just you know two teams a series and, and it'll keep track, game one, game two. You know, you have the, the stamina effect of the pitchers and, and the players and injuries and things that can happen. 
this is as close to that as you're going to get because you could probably set it up to where, you know, if, if you and I wanted to do that, we could just sim our way through the uh, a short, you know, two or four team regular season and get to that. But anyway, my point is there's a lot of potential value in something like this if you look at it with the attitude of what you just said. This is a cool way to play socially with your friends and have, have it mean a little more than just a play now game against your friend. It's also a content creator's dream. Um, for, for I've already seen like a lot of Twitch streamers say they're going to hold like sub tournaments or they're going to hold tournaments for their viewers, um, leagues for their viewers where everyone plays together and there may be a prize at the end. Like I think those are, again, I'm not narrow enough to, un, to not understand where the joy in that is. It's not a mode that is something that I can see myself doing a ton because I don't play a ton online. Think of think of the leagues. Remember NHL. What's the one thing NHL is missing? A place to play online with your friends that isn't just like one like with full teams. Um, I feel like that Madden's really the only one that does that really well right now. And MLB reintroducing an area, and I think especially including Diamond Dynasty. I yeah, think totally the, agree. Include the, include the Diamond Dynasty. Include That's your it. team. That's your team. That makes that makes exactly. more sense than live teams. And so the fact you have both is great. The only thing that that I looked at it and said, and I thought I was like, oh, bummer. I don't have like you know some historic teams or something like that. But that that's fine. And and you know, again, the the options that are there are like really good if you if you go into it with with the right sort of of expectation as opposed to. You know, and, and and I spent plenty of time. I'm sure you did in online franchise years and years back. It was cool, uh, but it was a lot, and and it's hard to do a lot, especially on a console sports video game like that. You know, in terms of of managing a team and, and all sorts of stuff. And the same thing with NHL's, you know, GM connected. I think it was was there was so much yeah. of that we could never get past the first the off season of the first season because of like the incredibly realistic stuff, like you know all the different contracts and. And stuff like that. So anyway, for what it is, I think it sounds great. And I'm sure there will be things that they'll add to it both during the season and moving forward. You said, I think, a key word, reintroduces. This this is another, you know, this is new. And this is something that, that is clearly based upon, to me, feedback from the fans. And I think that's that's awesome. It absolutely is. And, the, and what we they also said about this that really opens up all kinds of lanes is how they're going to do the pitching in this is that this is going to be treated like an actual baseball league. You're going to be able to start any pitcher you want, including your bullpen. This is not going to be like the way diamond dynasty is set up where it's the pitcher carousel where you don't, you might not get your ACE for five games. You are set up in this league to be able to pick whatever pitcher you want. And then you have to wait with him in your lineup to get the energy back. I think that's really awesome. That kind of brings itself back to baseball strategy and what you're going to do against different players, especially with the schedule being again, quality of life, a flexible schedule. It's not like a hard rigid schedule because as you said, and the reason I think the reason we spent the first 15 minutes talking about like what I, what people are expecting. If you set your expectations correctly, everything they've announced has been really, really cool. It's This is going to be a great year for MLB The Show as long as you know where your expectations should be. And this is the end of a console cycle. Again, we're moving into the PlayStation 5. We're moving into multi-platform. I mean, this is... 
This is a really fascinating moment in time for this game. And, uh, you know, it, it let's, let's talk about the game it's on the field. Um, I was despondent last year when MLB The Show came out because my first couple of March to Octobers, I just could not hit. And I ultimately got some setting recommendations and they were great and they were perfect. And, and I was able to, to, to hit, not, you know, rake, but hit enough to where it felt like real baseball. You know what I mean? Like you, you, I found that spot with MLB, the show with hitting, um, with fielding. I've had few problems with fielding. The only times I have any issues with fielding is, is on me. And it's when I'm playing uh, as the individual player at like second base or shortstop and throwing a first base is a different set of buttons and I get confused and then I don't know what to do and I make a couple stupid errors. Ultimately, I get it. Uh, but that's on me. But like fielding to me has been very, very nice uh, the last few years. Pitching, I enjoy pitching mechanics. Like I get them. I know there's 30 different combinations you can use. I use the, you know, the tap, 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 you know, the, the, I, I, Fairly traditional pitching mechanic. Like, the game plays beautifully. Are they going, is, is there a big, you know, what's happening on the field this year? A lot of changes, little changes. What, what, what's your sense? Three major changes this year. Uh, the first one is, field, well, I guess two, in the, two more in the field, one catching and one hitting. Um, so, in the field, you have what's called now a, a first, uh, uh, I forget what they call it. It was a first jump. First jump system, first first step system. And what that is, is a player's reaction time and fielding rating are going to mean way more this year. So a lot of times last year, especially again in Diamond Dynasty, you could hide a player maybe left field or, you know, hide him at like first base. This year, that's really going to matter to you getting to that ball in the gap or you getting that ball to your, to your right at first base. Um, the other major change that they're that they've added is when you're using button accuracy. So the meter is going to move faster this year and you can't reset it. Once you've hit it to go to a base, you can't hit it again to, to correct yourself. A lot of people, myself included last year would hit that meter once and then hit it again. If I missed, if I missed the green and the greens are going to be significantly smaller this year. On the again on button accuracy fielding, which is I think what most people use. Some people use just without the accuracy, but a lot of people want to control what they're throwing is. Um, and they've added this new throw meter from the outfield in button accuracy, where if you're throwing to home, there's a white line in the middle of the green that that uh, shows a perfect throw, which means you are going to have a perfect throw home and the best chance of getting a field uh, getting a tag on a runner going home. Um, with an updated faster tagging system for those of you that had the issue with the uh, catcher tags last year. So those are the two major changes in the field. Um, Catching this year. Catching, they've reanimated a lot of the blocking system. Um, The blocking rating didn't mean a ton last year. Um, It meant some, but not enough. Oh, you mean the position catching. Catcher catching. Yes. Yeah. Not, the, I got it. The, the, uh, behind the backstop. Catcher, Gotti Molina, like those guys. You're going to be able to tell the difference between a guy like uh, Stallings with the Pirates, who's really, really good behind the dish, and but not really good at the plate. 
he's actually valuable this year. Like those defensive catchers that can't hit might be your starting catcher. If you want to bury pitches into the dirt, which again, last year wasn't something you could do consistently with good catchers. They would eventually squirt through this year. Good catchers will actual hunch over and you'll see the ball die in front of them instead of skipping to the side or, um, and it's the speed of how they go down. Uh, it's a whole lot of things that, uh, Chris Gill talked about on the first defensive stream on Twitch on their VOD. Um, if you want to watch that, it's I, I could listen to it for hours because I love defense. So those are the defensive changes this year where ratings are going to mean a lot more. Um, hitting. So there's two things in hitting. Now, the PCI is completely customizable. You can customize the shape. You can customize the color. You can customize what pieces of it fade out when the pitcher throws, which I think is cool because I play with no PCI on, but now I can have the PCI on before the pitch. The PCI is the what? plate coverage indicator. The, uh, the icon that sits in the zone that moves around, uh, That's that you could target. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. Not the arc though. That's a different thing. Or is the arc and the target part of the same mechanism? Cause like, you know, when I'm, when I'm pitching and I don't know, like, again, there's 30 different combinations. I see the arc, sort of the intended, you know, the, the intended arc of the pitch, uh, as well as the as the the target, and then, you know, the 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 more accurate I time my three tap tap, as well as with the powers, where as close as it'll get to that. Is that that's the mechanism overall you're you're talking about. Uh, it's just for the batter, just from the batter's perspective, what controls where the bat is coming through. Got it. So what you're aiming at. The other cool thing this year is. And again, this is all to make things clear. So those of you that have problems hitting, now you're going to have a more accurate assessment of why you have problems hitting. So different players, players that hit home runs that are power hitters, there's going to be three marks in the middle of the PCI this year. There's a high mark, a middle mark, and a low mark. They're going to be different sizes depending on the hitter. So a power hitter is going to have a larger mark at the top. And a line drive hitter is going to have a larger mark at the bottom. What that means that if, if you're over top the ball with a line drive hitter, you're going to get, you have a better chance at contact. And if you're under the ball with a power hitter, you have a better chance at solid contact. Because if you're a power hitter, you want to loft the ball. If, right. you're, if you're a slap hitter, you obviously. So like that. And again, I don't know that that's so much for the casual player going to that is using it, but they're going to understand now. Hey, I I think I thought I was right on that. The feedback's going to show those little marks and everything. So that's really cool. And as an addition, again, trying to make it easier to hit by allowing you to see what you've done and work with that. If that makes sense, like like yeah. giving giving you the tools this year to make yourself better instead of just making the game easier. Yeah, I mean, I I'm scared to to adjust what I have at all because again, it feels right like. It feels, you know, I don't, I don't ever go on these epic hitting streaks, and I don't ever have these horrific, uh, horrific slumps like I used to have before uh, I got the settings. And I, I wish I knew, I wish I remember what they were, but they don't. But I know they don't involve dynamic uh, at all because I, it, with, whenever I would set the hitting to dynamic, dynamic difficulty, I was, I would always get upset when I would get a hit because like, oh no, now it's gonna get harder, like. It's hard enough to get a hit. I don't want it to get uh, more difficult, uh, especially when I get a meaningless, you know, meaningless single with two out of the ninth inning of an eight nothing game, right? So, 
but I'm I'm a little scared to adjust adjust my hitting. Um, it it remembers all that going into every season. Uh, I think right. It always seems like it does that. Uh, it, it'll ask you when you start if you're experienced or not. Like right. what what level you want to play on. I don't think it remembers exact hitting settings. Hmm. Um, so you're still gonna have to tune those. And honestly, I think you should. I think you should play around with the PCI a little bit because. There are different PCIs now, different. So, so when I say PCI, the circle, yeah. they have shapes and there's an inner PCI and an outer PCI. Now, like there are different things that show up that will help you understand what type of hitter you're dealing with and how you should be approaching each at bat instead of just walking up and trying to swing to that. This isn't a question so much as a statement. MLB, the show is a beautiful looking video game. It is. I agree. <laughs> it really is. I mean, every time I play it, I just, I'm struck by how beautiful it looks. I cannot, I, I mean, what is this thing going to look like on the PlayStation 5, Mills? I mean, my goodness. I'm of the opinion that whenever there is a generation change, we don't see the full power of the generation change until 12 to 18 months after it's released. Right. Um, and even, and sometimes even longer than that. Um, so I don't think that like first iteration of any game is going to have that huge upgrade. I don't think we really see that until probably second, third generation uh, of the game on or I'm second, second or third iteration on the next gen. Um, it's going to be cool to see though. And I think, I think, we're going to see more than just graphically upgrades. I think we're going to see better upgrades to AI. And I don't just mean who you're playing against. I think that it's going to be with the more powerful systems. It's going to be way. I'm not going to say easier because easy isn't a word in encoding and developing. It's going to be more efficient to be able to program with this type of power and it's going to show on the field more. I truly believe that um, more than graphically. I think the gameplay is going to take steps where we've never thought it could in terms of not necessarily realism, but like physics and stuff like that. I think we're going to be able to see a lot of things that we weren't able to see this gen, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. I remember you and you and Brian talking about this last uh, last show. It, it, every time we get to an ex the end of a gen, we always say, I don't know what they're going to do. Like, the game is so good right now. I don't know what they can do to make it better. And then all of a sudden, five years into the next gen, we're like, well, okay, this makes sense. Right. Like, well, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you're, you're totally right. I, with me, it's it's all it, the, the visuals. Like, the visual fidelity is just so impressive. It, all the ballparks look like all the ballparks. You know, I don't think people... I don't think a lot of people sort of appreciate how much work it takes to make all those different places in MLB the show look as great as they do because they all look great. The, the you know the, just the 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 sounds of the ballpark. Like I I enjoy turning the the commentary off and just listening to the game. It's really cool. I like that. And I'm not knocking the commentary either. I'm just saying like um, you know typically when I'm playing MLB the show I'm on my treadmill uh, anyway. Um, so I can't really hear the commentary, but again, I'm just—it's it, not a question. It's not—it's just a statement. I'm—I'm I'm really impressed by the presentation, and 
like you say, when you see the second and the third PlayStation 5 version of it, you'll say, oh, this is where they went. We said where could they go, and this is where they went. Um, it's it's just really it, – it's amazing what they have been able to to put there visually. Like just – you know, I'm lucky. I have a I have the PlayStation 4 Pro, and I have a pretty big, you know, TV of you know 4K, and it's it's a sight to behold, man. It really is. Again, I'm rambling, just but it it really is a beautiful, beautiful game. That's the thing, though. When you enjoy something, and when you really love something, you ramble. Not you specifically. That that's what that's what we do as as humans. When we love something, we want everyone to know that we love it, and we we start to ramble. So when you ramble. I think that's actually one of the largest compliments you can pay what you're dealing with because you, you want to say the same thing over and over and you don't, but you don't want to say, want to say the same thing over and over. So you try to find some other way to do it. I am. I, I am. I'm that way with Madden right now. I'm that way with MLB the show. Like for all of the problems that I feel that it's my job to stand up and say with these things, I still like, I'm truly in love with video games and content creation from them right now. And that's what excites me the most about MLB The Show 20 because all of these questions that are coming up because of us assuming what's coming, when the game comes out, it's still going to be a love affair. So that that's that's what I'm looking forward to. Me too. Yeah, me too. So let let's um, let's close with this. What what's your? Well, you we know you're a franchise guy. Are you going to play Diamond Dynasty? If so, what are you looking for for that? And and you know, if you were going to pitch somebody on trying it out for the first time, what would you what would you say? I would say that for Diamond Dynasty, I want to see more quality quality of life fixes. I want to see more single player experience in it because I think moments were good last year, but I thought there was so from. 18 to 19, they took um, the the grind, the stats grind for the programs and moved it over to um, moments. And then they added a lot more conquest maps. I, I like that idea, but I'd like to see even more. Um, and they have a mode coming called, I, I think it's called Showdown. I'm very interested to see what that is because it's being, I think it's being talked about in their Diamond Dynasty stream. Whenever they add a new mode, everyone's like, oh, let's go. Um, and when I when it comes to Diamond Dynasty, the one thing I will say about it is they present Diamond Dynasty and the card collecting modes in the best way that I think anybody does. I think they have the top one in terms of in terms of console, where I don't believe you have any reason to spend money if you don't want to. I I, I think you can get almost everything that you want in the game. By playing just by playing the game um, or and may, maybe turning yourself into a stockbroker a little bit with the auction house. But I think for the most part, you can you can field a very competitive team, especially in MLB The Show with what you have. Um, so I'm very interested to see what they come out with in terms of single player experience and what else single what, what else players that don't necessarily like to play online can get into in that fantasy mode. Yeah, I mean that—that's really you know that—that's the interesting loop for somebody like me because I I enjoy the gameplay so much and March to October has me hooked. That's all I played. It, it's all I played, and and I played from March until really I I finally I think I I you know quote unquote put 
uh, last year's MLB The Show down like in January. I did like eight March to Octobers. And I just couldn't stop playing them. When I finished one, I did another. And I did them with different teams. And I did them at different levels. Sometimes they were easier. Sometimes they were more difficult. Um, I won the World Series once or twice. No more than twice. Much more often I did not. A few times didn't make the playoffs. A few times lost in the playoffs. So, I, you know, th- there's it, it's the gameplay itself is is what kept me coming back and and the different little snippets of gameplay like sometimes you're you're hitting sometimes you're fielding sometimes you're playing as the whole team sometimes you get in the game in the fifth inning sometimes it's the ninth sometimes you're only one player so you're the individual in the field like it's always throwing different stuff at you that that if if they have that same sort of you know if diamond's dynasty for someone like me has that single player appeal i could see I could see me getting sucked into that, but I don't know. It's going to be hard to pull me away from March to October because that I'm really excited to see what the new version of that looks like. And I hope it, it, it is, I, I hope I love it. I expect to love it. You know, I, I, I get pretend to get scared when I hear you say that, you know, they're going to add a whole lot more to it from a franchise management perspective, but I'm going into it with an open mind. So, so we'll see, but I, I'm, I'm, it's interesting how they're approaching making Diamond Dynasty appealing to players who, who want to play almost on their own as opposed to playing online. And I don't think when you're talking about March to October, I don't believe that they're going to be adding a whole lot in terms like, I don't think they're going to add a whole lot to bog down the mode. I, one of the, one of the, if they did that, they would just put it in franchise. One of the, one of the goals of March to October is to make a light, and breezy experience that does not sit there and cover you and grab you and drag you into the minutia muck. So I, if they're adding trades, trades or whatever roster management, it says on that live, on that live stream schedule, if they're adding that, I have a feeling it's going to be added very, very, uh, very quaintly as I'll put it very, very nicely. Sure. Which excites the hell out of me, by the way, because if they're going to focus on March to October, if March to October is the focus from here going on, do not get me wrong. I still love that mode. I yeah. still love that mode to death. Last year, I felt that I, I felt it was very similar. I'd like to be able to tell different stories through the mode, like with different teams, if that makes any sense. Well, it makes sense. I mean, the story is what you make it, right? If you choose... The Yankees, you're definitely going to have a different story than if you choose the Reds or you choose the Padres, right? Like to that to that degree. But I don't think that's what you're talking about. No, the story that I'm talking about is so it felt like it was always opening day, seventh inning. Like I felt like the situations they put you in were very similar no matter what team you were playing. It was always win the World Series. And even though I know the goal is to win the world series, even with some of the long shots, I'd like to see them go, you know, in July, the Orioles have 10 wins be like, Hey, look, maybe you should start thinking about towards like a rebuilding process and then maybe start thinking that way. So those, those kind of stories I'd like to see, I'd like to take plays. Yeah, no, it is very tough. It is very tough. Fun. I agree. I agree. Well, remember because I, what if, what if, what if you ready for this? You ready for this, Rich? I'm ready. This is my idea. This is my idea. What if March to October lasted more than one year? Right. Okay. And then the off season as easy 
as the end season. Okay. And all those long shots, instead of being a one-year mode, it's a win the World Series by year three. Right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm down for that because of what I just said. All I played last year was March to October. I did at least seven, maybe eight, right, in a row. So that is right up my alley because it just makes something good better. So I'm right. down with that. I'm yep. completely down with that. A season for me, if I recall, like, because I played them over, it takes me a long time because I, you know, I do like 46 minutes, three, four, you know, days a week. And, and it was a lot of the show, but it was also some, some other things. So, um, but it, I, it feels like it's like eight, eight to nine hours to do a March to October. That, that's sort of what it felt like, right? I think, so, I think it's what it was. I think the average was somewhere between 8 to 15. Oh, was that much. Yeah, I could see it being that long, too. But because So there's a lot there. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's a lot there. So if you were to double or triple it, that's a lot, a lot. You know? And I don't know how many maniacs there are like me who play seven or eight March to Octobers in a row. I, you know, it could be a lot of us. It could be, like, me and two other people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Well, and I think the other part of that is if you t- if you if you were to take those long shots into a three year, I think the first year would be way less in game moments. Well, that's a good point because what would your objectives be? Like to lose? That's not you don't want to do that. So, like, how would you still make playing the games in a rebuilding year effective? That's a well, remember that you have, that you always have. And I, we won't, we won't get too far into this because I have like ideas coming out of everywhere for this, but. Um, if you have a team like the let's I'm gonna use the Orioles again. It doesn't matter how much you win with the Orioles in these spots; they're still in the sim going to lose a lot. All right, so you right. can put, put as much fire behind them. You still have to get kind of lucky with some of the wins along the way. So, if you start to lose for any reason in that first year, what it would do is separate separate the next time you play. If you're if you're ten games down in June, if you're if you're twenty games down in July, like it it'll notice, it'll recognize that and say, okay, he's not really going to come back. We're going to start pushing him with more of the hey, maybe you should trade this guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you if you know if there's a if there's maybe your call ups, we're going to focus on your rookies in September. Maybe you get a player lock game out of a rookie coming up in September that is a big prospect that you want to try to focus on more, like that kind of thing. Where, again, the stories aren't necessarily win the World Series. They are, well, look at all these players that are maybe not be on the team next year. They're fighting for their job. They're fighting for an audition. Like, there are prospects coming up right. that are gonna, your your cornerstone. Like, those kind of stories yeah. are kind of what I want to see in a that. light mode. I get that. I get, again, that's tough, and you're asking a lot there, but it's also something that I could, you know— theoretically works within sort of the constraints of, of what we're talking about, right? You're not, you're not, you're not play right. You're not coloring outside the lines basically with that. I think, I think big rich, I think big. <laughs> Good I let, I, when, when I give ideas, I think big and let other people tell me when it's too big. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mills, tell everybody where they can follow you and, and watch everything you're doing out there, sir. Uh, on Twitter, Mills Twitch. On Instagram, Mills Twitch. And then just Mills on Twitch. Um, every night at 7 p.m. Sundays at 10 a.m. We're playing sports games. We're playing shooters. We're playing all kinds of fun stuff. And you can absolutely never find me on a channel that you should be following already. Twitch.tv slash OOTP developments. Who do great work over there. That's the Twitch channel you should follow. 
I, I appreciate the kind words, sir. We do what we can. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us. We'll be back again soon. We'll get Brian back on next time as well. Until next time, thank you very much, and have a great week. <laughs>